podcast. Thank you, Mark. We were still talking about you being a web developer, a blog writer, and you being an actor. <laughs> but I also, have... thank you for sitting through the whole setup, really. Um, not everyone has the patience to wait through what you do. Also, women okay. may messed up the process. It's not yet back. So I kept debating, like, let me wait for it back because it's easier when I don't have to pull power from wherever I have to put it to here. Okay. But thank you for that. So yeah, um, please tell me about you. We're still talking about you as a blog post writer and an actor who is not acting anymore. Because <laughs> everything that involves hard work, you don't want. I'm actually very hardworking. Okay. But I think my issue comes with working with different people. I am afraid of delegating tasks, I should say, because most of the people I work with want to work with me because of what they have seen me done. And when I get several clients, I, of course I can't work on like five people at the same time. They want what they've seen me do, but I can't do that for everyone. So if I give it to someone else, like handle this project for me or handle this client for me, it, most times they won't do like the way I do it, which scares me because clients will think, okay, what is happening? Because we see what you're doing on your pages. It's good and we want that for what ourselves. What do you do on your pages? I, I do a lot of... Yeah, just take me through. I just want to understand how, <laughs> what you do works. So take me through it all like I am in P1. Okay. But I have a small business. Because okay. also part of the reason I have you on the podcast is I want to understand and learn and see if uh, some of the things I've been implying are wrong. <sighs> see where to change. Okay. And see what, share with you what has worked for me. I don't know if it has worked. I don't know if this is working. There is that. I think it's working. Yeah. But please. Okay, so my name is Jura Katkonda. I am um, so many things. I I am a multi-talented person. I've grown up with so many passions and hobbies. I think when I was young, I used to think I would be like an actress. I, I really love Scarlett Johansson. So, yeah, somehow along the way, um, I used to write on Wattpad. I have, I think, three books I have a novella and two short stories. One of my short stories actually... You have three books? <laughs> they're on Wattpad. And I think for now, most of them are unpublished. I think there's only like two short stories that are currently available right now. But one of okay. them... Um, actually, I think I've ever seen you post that you published Arthur at some point. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. So Wattpad yeah. is a publishing, writing platform for anyone who wants to write. If, if that's something that's special to you personally for me i i always had the skill i was always good at english in school and i used to read novels a lot there's a time in my early was when i i think i had read most of the books in a library yeah and so how i came to start writing on wordpad i i used to have a lot of things that i i want to share but i'm also the kind of person who doesn't know who to share with because all through school, I used to be the person people would talk to and would rely on. And it used to scare me. If people think you are strong for them, if you listen to them, how will they see you when you break down in front of them? Because I don't want them to lose that kind of faith in me. That's what I did not want. So I started writing down my thoughts and my feelings. And I kept writing and writing. And 
it became a, a short story, became like almost a book. It was so many pages. So I published it on Wattpad and people started commenting. This is good. I, I, of course, I kept adding things that were not real. I kept adding a bit of fiction, but most of it was an experience that I had gone through. Yeah. So that book is, is up there. It has, I think, three awards right now. Um, but... Fast forward, how I came into acting, um, I used to attend writing events. I've attended a workshop with African Writers Trust. Yeah. Uh, there's, I think the last one I attended, Okain Dibe was in the country. He's uh, an American writer, originally from, I think, Ghana or Nigeria. I think it's Nigeria. Yeah, so when I attended that, that workshop, that's where I met most of writers, actors. So that's how I got into this network of creatives who basically write scripts and all that yeah so that's how i I, through that connection that's how i met yeah that's how i met delman who is a producer he makes movies he's a director and he writes too that's how i met him and one time we had talked and i told him i would like to be like in a movie and he had seen me write a few things so he called me it's like we have um a show you can do you would you like to act i'm like yeah that was the first time i was in a movie it's called mama and me i think it's it, it airs on palm magic prime i don't know if it's still airing right now yeah but most times people call me like we saw you on tv i'm like yeah i did that i did that like so many years ago i was still at campus when when we shot that but it's still running so when i hear people calling me i'm like okay i thought it stopped running because I had like six, six or four episodes in the, in the series. Does that back into like the acting? Just that feeling? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's thrilling. Coming from a background, being a writer, if when I act, it, it feels good because having created people, created uh, livelihoods and characters and giving them lives and creating all these things in my head so when i act it feels like you're actually bringing something to light much to life much as it might not be my own story but it is someone else's story and i believe all movies we have seen all music videos there's always a a background story to eat someone does not just wake up and write something it's always inspired by something so the idea most most of the ideas are actually inspired by real events but when you add when you keep adding things to it and add thoughts like what if i do this what if i make the i give this guy wings what could he do what could he become could he become a superhero so it becomes a whole thing that I believe most of the movies that we watch are inspired by something in the real world. And these ideas turn into things that we see on TV. Do you ever immerse part of your personal stories into character when you're acting? Into character? Mm, no. I, I don't think How so. How do you but separate I... yourself from the character? When you see, but like when you see, uh, what scenes have you acted? You been uh, <laughs> um, a girlfriend to someone? No, no, no. no. I I acted him? in in the in the movie Mama, Mama and Me. So I'm um, I'm a very close friend to an influencer. It was kind of weird because at the time you were in a relationship. I was no, I was the influencer, 
but mm-hmm. I was acting as someone who was looking up to an influencer in the movie. This this girl is an influencer who has big dreams. She's getting all these brand sponsorships and collaborations, and I'm like, wow, this is actually things I have lived through in real life. So in the movie, I'm acting as someone who looks up to her, and I also want to be an influencer. But because I want to be like her so much, it gets me to a point where I'm doing things despite her. Like I ended up <laughs> damaging her reputation just to make people think that she's not a good person. But in real life, I was like, this character I'm acting is is a terrible person. Why would you sabotage someone's business, you know, just because you're not where they are at? Yeah, so I feel like that, that's not me. Because I, I wouldn't do that in real life. Some stuff like that mm-hmm. on your timeline. Yeah. Do you... I think the things I post are things I see, experiences around me, whether it is in relationships, whether it is in business or finding something you love, uh, mm. discovering your passion, just things I have been through that really inspire me to say those things. Because most times people will not react to what you write, but there could be one person, just one person who will see that. And it will change the way he or she looks at the world or how they look at, re- I mean, react to situations around them or their work. So that's why I do it. Do you enjoy lights? Do I enjoy what? Lights. Lights. Cameras. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Because that's what you're acting, the whole influencer thing. Then on a personal level, I think I know you've had a relationship with an influencer, a friend of mine. So it's not like a bad thing, mm-hmm. but do you feel like you like you're addicted? It's an addiction people don't realize. I uh, no no no. For me, it's not an addiction. I it's not okay. When when I, I, I found myself in the influencing industry, I, I didn't even know how I got there, but I you just, are chosen to be there. Yeah, I it found me maybe. Yeah, because it's it's crazy how the whole influencer marketing industry started in Uganda. I mean, one Do you thing. Do know how it started? I don't know how it started, but I, of course, I when I joined Twitter, I saw all these people, creators, and by the time I joined Twitter, they were. Let me brag a little bit. Uh-huh. In 2014, 2015, I kind of introduced hashtag marketing online. Wow, online. In Uganda, like. for, I'm not lying. In Uganda, They're it's facts. understandable. Online. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Online is, is big. Like yeah, it's in, big. In, in, in our demographic, like, I had, and it's how it's spiraled up to a lot of other people doing it. One, I I was what you would want to call Twitter famous. Uh, I had a relationship on Twitter. I used to speak a lot about iPhones, and those are things like the keywords you can throw in, and people think you're cool. Like the internet has this whole cloud of perception. Yeah, you can just pimp your face and post on Instagram and be the hottest person if you want. So that is how it works. So then I used to be like the talk. Like also, I used to like spiring people, chaos, what are going to fight. Yeah, like, if, uh, the energy. Like the time I, I, I came onto Twitter, like, that's what used to happen. I mean, people used to live off of that uh, yeah. fights. Uh, 
Card so what happened when and, and what? I, I was selling juice when I was still at Olympia. Mm. So I had a juice thing going on. But then I used to do a league. It was the Makita Fiverr side. So it really gave people light to how numbers can turn into influence without them really being influencers. Because influencers are people like like really get you into a position to change your mind about stuff. Mm-hmm. Like they have lived enough experiences that you trust their experiences that you'd rather just match up to them than recreate some mistakes yeah if you don't see them so it worked really good trended i, I was in boardrooms with pepsi what 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 companies were picking it up on yeah it became a big big thing good for you. but it was like how chameleon was a superstar when there was bad management <laughs> yeah so mm-hmm. it didn't count like I didn't understand what I had Yeah, done, you did not know what you were really doing. Yeah. Trends like every game days, other games used to happen at around Panamera. That was like a thing. I saw like five hundred without having a billboard in Kampala, without having radio ads, without having. Uh, but everyone used to come. Like people used to know about it. People like I would meet my friends in the streets who don't really have the internet, but they know it's the talk. Like also the experiences were good. Like. It felt like how you'd feel when you had first attended Nyege Nyege. I don't know if you went for the very first one they did. Never. For the experience. You've never attended any? No. You, you seem like someone who would not miss any. Mm. It's not my kind of crowd. Well, what's your kind of crowd? I don't know. My kind of crowd is probably live band. I love music, but I feel like the Nyege Nyege crowd is loud it's people there's who are there's Nyege-Nyege. a lot of music EDM, there's a lot of, there's a lot of drinking there's a lot of and people when they drink they you don't like people who drink i don't like to be around them you don't go to the bar no really you don't endorse beer companies how do I, you enjoy your future like i, I used to, but I to oh, you know you don't have to drink the bar i don't like alcohol i i, I, I used to i used to work for a beer company but as i grew into my work as i learned more about online marketing and social media marketing it started to feel like i wasn't supposed to be pushing a brand that i'm really not you know i I, because i don't drink and i felt like i had to tell um the person who had contacted me for for who used to contact me for for those contracts that you know i can't be doing this this kind of gigs anymore because it just did not feel right. It didn't sit right with me to be telling people, uh, please come and drink this, but I don't drink it. I don't even know what it tastes like. So I chose to pull back out of that. And even right now, I do not do gigs that do not al- align with what I believe in. If I don't use a product, I'm most likely not going to say something about it. So right now I want to work with brands or talk mean? about things that i that i know about that i actually know or that i enjoy things things like that and right now i have changed how i work to because now i'm a digital marketer i have been certified so i have learned a lot i am a land influencer <laughs> not an influencer who just jumps on things right yeah you're doing this professionally right yes uh, Though I do, I do influencer marketing right now, part-time. Right now, I'm mostly into digital marketing and, and social media marketing. 
how do you market a podcast how do i market how would you how would i you had a podcast right you have a podcast no i did not have a, a podcast but i've always wanted to do a podcast okay yeah let's have this conversation but how would you market a podcast well yeah we're going to talk about your podcast how we can give you life <laughs> that is also i'll tell you that that is what we do we produce okay we produce the biggest number of podcasts in this country nice um we also produce the biggest podcasts including this is a big podcast i know it's a big podcast so you are with uh, the podcast industry and people have not really really picked up on it but they are mm-hmm. i i see uh, all the kopshengas are doing this everyone is doing this yeah it's it's so catching up right now uh <clears throat> so yeah really we'll speak about that but how would you market a podcast I think like roughly you don't have to also that's the beauty of the podcast you don't have to like give an expert opinion I know yeah. but I what the most important thing is understanding who you want to listen to your podcast take big conversations by ordinary people is for I think most of the people I've seen here are like millennials yeah. right Yes. Oh, well, okay. and I think a, a little bit of Gen Z. It's yeah. like in between there. Like 25, I think the maximum is like 40, 40 right? Yeah, 45. Yeah. 42. And is, then yeah, in Uganda, which people listen to podcasts because since it is in Uganda, you're going to first grab the audience you have in Uganda before you can grab international audiences. Also, let me just pause you there. Hmm. Part of why um we are doing this mm-hmm. is because we want the podcast to rival the music. Like mm-hmm. you see how comedian Bebe Cool Bobby Wine claim they really they are the industry to some level and yeah. they, they they did stuff mm-hmm. like they had to go through this. It's not about the numbers, it's not about the trends. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's not about any of that. We We repeatedly keep saying this me and my other co-hosts so you like you want to pioneer podcasting no people have been doing podcasts before us uh, yeah like, i know i know that yeah. but but where are they exactly. why don't i know about exactly. them exactly. so even if they were there i believe there were so many artists before chameleon so and who but yeah. why don't people know them yeah. like they do chameleon and the others Right? So we want more people to listen to conversations. This is then why if if you want more people to listen to conversations then talk about things that people want to hear like what what do you think people that listen to you want to hear from you for me i think people that listen to me people yeah. who are in my audience yes. they want to know how they can use social media to grow their business are you sure and a big chunk of people in your audience they are because you're a very beautiful woman <laughs> they, they have illusions or crushes on you don't you ever think about it like that that maybe if i switched up content You know that actually happened to me. Uh the re- the real reason I had to let go of my previous Instagram account was because I I switched niches because before I was like an influencer and now I am training or teaching people how to use social media for themselves. So I understood that the audience I had before was focused on me because they used to see me visiting places, I mean going out and showing them around because I used to do vlogs, uh touring places. I had uh, a segment called places and people where I would just 
go to places and show people this is this place it's, this is what it's called these are the prices if you'd like to check it out so my the audience was it, it was about me the content was about me so people used to be there either because of me because of where i've been but when i started doing marketing i i realized the engagement was going down people were not listening to me because that is not what they were used to that's that's not what they wanted so i had to pull back from that account and I started afresh from an Instagram account which is focused on social media marketing and teaching people the things that I have learned because if you go on Instagram right now like so many in my circle so many people we know they have started pages on Instagram? on Instagram right now it's at 500 mm-hmm. on the new account so many people we know started pages in in lockdown to sell things online because you could not go out to the mall or to kiosks to sell these things so there's so many people doing business on instagram and other social media platforms but they're not doing it right the other challenge i think i, I see the other thing i see a lot is most small business owners in, in uganda most people they want to work as long as they can get enough money to survive today and tomorrow as long as they have enough money to go to the bar maybe to take a, a short trip to take a short trip to ginger then that's enough for them but um i want to work with people who want to build brands people who want to build wealth it's not what i think but it's what i have seen when 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 people are making enough money to sustain their lifestyle that's, that's it. it that's it yeah but i want to work with people who have owners, yeah? big dreams not all of them but most uh, but small businesses yeah, i'm seeing on, on instagram works. and and what one to define as a big dream? Yeah. I guess some people's big dreams are as long as I'm able to live large. <laughs> what? What are your big dreams? So big, I can't say that right here. <laughs> For real? Yeah, so big, they scare me. Yeah. Do I have a big dream? I don't think I have big dreams. I think my, my I wouldn't call it a dream, but I think my goal or purpose in life is to change people's lives with 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 the knowledge that i have all right well lucky for me i already have a podcast that i can host someone like you <laughs> to give them the knowledge so somehow i'm contributing to that but Thank when you. you go to dreams I, I remember when i was young and this this is just me and my character mm-hmm. the things that i really have wanted i have tried to get like i've admired because and I've not owned any, but I've driven all of them. You have driven? All of them. Oh, that, that counts. Examples that have them, I can have them. So then the excitement, of course I want to have the because I want to have big home, like, like any other person here. Yeah? Like, I want to do this fancy stuff. I want. But if I died today, I'd be happy without even that. Because then I've been there. Like, it's, <laughs> it's it, it, there's nothing defining as big, but I work hard. Okay. I trust myself on that. I come through every day. I show up to work every single day. And this is weird because I employ myself, but then I have to show up to work every single day. So I have that discipline that for me to get anything I want, I need to put in the work. I also listen to a lot of motivation. I listen to a lot of Joe Rogan. I Just motivation work. <laughs> yeah. Motivation does work. It like, does work, but not all the, all the time. I there are times the time. when I've desperately needed to listen to something motivational, but the moment the sound stops, when they stop speaking, I go back and I'm like, 
when i was listening like i was so fired up to do the next thing but when he stops i think depends that i think that times you when, when your mind just wants to you know it depends on what you call motivation because again like i've told you you're not going to tell me ah uh, go to work you need to buy a <laughs> car and i'll get out of bed no mm-hmm. it's for me my motivation comes on how have you been a better person yeah because I, i i relate my life to the stories of how my life has been carried from the crash from nursery from uh, the women i dated and where we were falling out and all that and why i've had issues with people so i collect all that and it informs how i want to be with anything else with the next person i'm working with or the next person i'm sleeping with 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 everything with how i want to treat my son with how i want to treat my relationships with people that have to matter even if they shouldn't with my parents with, uh, with the streets where i've been raised so it's a collection of from what i consider my bad to that being better yeah but there's no like ground because it's so people are selling a lot of facets it's it's, it's it's stupid you you look at what you call standard forbes millionaire and then the stories around them are not good then maybe you don't just the stories. the stories i've, I've had that some people buy then space yeah, on the list get... i was so shocked and i was so disappointed because that those are people you... i used to look up to it's people on that list to buy i know yeah. i know I, and i get you but why why should it be i i i, I thought forbes picks this people they have because they have actually. done something yes some of some people on that list are there because they've earned it right do you see yourself on the forbes list yes i would is it just of just Do you think it's a stupid dream you have? No. I don't think it's stupid, <laughs> but then yeah. after I heard that people buy their names to the Forget list, the I started to feel like this is not authentic. How old are you right now? Um, 23. 23. Yeah. Ah, you still have a daughter, right? Wow. Why is saying wow? I thought you were like 25. Why? I look 25. No. I no 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 not about the looks. Mm-hmm. It's about Uh, you in my mind she has graduated she has, uh, she's also trying to employ herself people you don't jump out of graduation and employ. it's hard if you don't go through like that employment like self employment is so hard that it's so draining yeah, yeah it you is. need to have a whole late strategy it usually I, I did not have a strategy age. but i was lucky that i was already into the online space before i left university and Before I graduated, I did an internship mm. with Bank of Uganda. But I really felt like that was not ki- that was not for me. That was not the kind of work I wanted to do because I did not What see are you doing in the bank? after I left internship. I was in the economic research department. I I studied business statistics at at university. So yeah. But I I felt like doing all these statistics and running data sheets and doing modeling for economic stuff. Yeah, I felt like it was good, it was inspiring, but at the end of the day, what happens when we do when we get these results? Are we using them to benefit the people who are down there in downtown? The actual people who these numbers and projections are, are affecting. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but and this is why you I just feel like yes people do these things and it was really inspiring for me to learn how these projections are are gotten but I I didn't feel like it was making an impact mm. 
yeah and for me i need to impact people's lives so i feel like being self-employed helps me do that because i work with people one-on-one if you can help someone get from point a to b and they are doing something for themselves they will forever be grateful to you and for me that makes me feel good because if i can help someone learn how to sustain them themselves financially then that really fills me with gratitude have you helped any people sustain themselves so far yes i have taught several people how Through, to um, being promoting their businesses online yes yes but then it all goes back to the individual because me i i may be the kind of person who's going to fight until i see what i want come to life but not everyone is like that some people will let the things around them become excuses like oh this happened uh I, I give up on the in the business nothing makes me special but there are people who depend on me and that's the, my biggest motivation yeah i am the first of six siblings <laughs> yeah so i really have like kids behind me oh yeah six siblings i have i think eight but i am in the middle there <laughs> you're in the middle so i have a lot of responsibility on me i'm the first everyone is looking at me so that is how i was judging your age it was on okay uh she probably got employed and got out <laughs> made up savings or no or maybe you have a rich sugar daddy that's sustaining your life there's that option no i don't have one i've I've never thought of it as an option for me money is money yeah money is money but i'm i've i've growing up i think i i have had my fair share of challenges when i was uh 10 from a young age towards when i was 11 you are 23 don't forget that when you say you've had a fair share of challenges i'm telling you this is my story let me tell you um i used to be the the child who was like really really loved okay yeah i used to be i think my dad's favorite but things changed did you think that's such a big ego for you to assume i know i'm telling you (laughs) Okay. okay but things changed when my dad remarried so I, i i came from being a favorite a favorite to someone who a was rarely man. thought of yeah. uh, me and my brother were pushed like there in the background we were actually moved to masaka so that's where i did even my o levels so staying there was really really hard first of all that change me coming from a school that i considered to be a good school to this school that i was like oh my god how do i tell these people i'm from here and now i'm from here i had to cut my hair when i went to masaka so the change was overwhelming for me i was only 12 and then seeing my mom go through so many hardships throughout that time till i finished uh senior four just really made me feel like i wanted to do something for myself and for my family just in case someone disappeared from my life i was able you know <laughs> to be there for them interesting yeah uh do you think your dad will listen to this <laughs> i don't know but even if he does yeah how much of uh, your school do you think defines the person you are like don't you think um 
how much of school how much of school matters, matters in, in your life like going to masaka um, what you doing now when you look I back i went to masaka i says for all level so first of all that's a very good school yeah it is a good school yeah When I was in Masaka, I felt like, oh, I could have been at Gayasa, I could have been at where. But right now, all that does not matter. Because I have employed people who have went to Gayasa and I am directing them at different things. And to me, or to how society looks at it, those are A students. They are top students. They're supposed to be leaders. They're supposed to be this and that. But it's 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 But not right. That's not how things is always work. Is it how society work looks in, at it, or is it? It okay. It's when when you are a teenager, when you produce data, when when, you when you're in school, yeah. yeah, even the data schools. These schools have so many people in first class. They have so many eight so points. They have so many twenty points. Work against the data. <laughs> <laughs> no, by the way, the my mom always tells me. She used to tell this to me if if you're you could be smart in class mm. but not have so many schools to sustain you out of out of school and we've seen so many people are like that they have 20 points they got eight points they're like top How many people they were like top 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 people and grumbling okay I'll give you an example I know this guy who used to be like the best in my class oh my god I will never forget this guy because he was the best in everything But but what for what used to annoy me is you could go you know how you can go you know to a sharp student like please help me with this number or something I will never forget this guy told me You see you do not read books this is the reason you perform there you perform all the reason you fail not the the the, the reason you fail well, you not that I was a bad performer I actually used to be in I think like the top 50 But I, I that really made me feel bad just because you're so smart does not make make you a king or a god what's the and right now what i'm trying to show you is right now this guy is nowhere to be seen i mean i have connections with some of the people i went to school with but no one even talks about him so where is he what did his do the thing i told you about success mm-hmm. now different people define it in different ways mm-hmm. and also how it it happens like it's like gradual process to different people yeah um what the urban child would call as success i had at 23 i could go back to a house that was really relatively cool i was driving a car i had a as cohabiting with a very beautiful woman <laughs> had a child yeah that is so a measure of success not to a lot of people by the way are you serious yes so when you say he's nowhere to be seen you do not know that you don't know that he's the next Kendrick Lamar he could be writing bars and <laughs> he's going to win a grammy for nowhere very possible yeah And, and smartness is is relative mm-hmm. yeah when people always look at okay the results really show it that if people have been successful in school mm-hmm. they also tend out to be successful let it be on the streets or in business or what because they have the discipline yeah to, yeah they have to the fit discipline. into what it takes to achieve if they have set trademarks that pass marks are 50 they will get, go and get yeah there. but other thing i have seen school has nothing to do with what you do with yourself outside school 
How much because of the school has I, I'm doing business, but most of the things I have gone through, I have learned in the 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 years I have done uh, self-employment work. Um, there are really few things that I learned from school that I can implement here. Yeah, I learned how to do a business plan in, in school, but when you're doing it outside here, it's nothing like you learned there. Like There's so much you have to think about. I don't know if that's the way we're taught, because yes, the material is real, it's true, it's important, but w- the application, I guess the, the, the way we, we apply it is very different from the way it is taught, which, which I don't know which puts us as, at a disadvantage, because you will think um, it's going to be as easy, because I got an 8 in that paper, it's going to be easy for me doing the business, but it's not like that. It doesn't work like that. How do you see your business? Like, how big do you want it to be? What do you see it? Um, I see what's, it. I see what's, it as one of what's the... What's your definition of success for your business? My, my definition of success. For the business. Like, now I am... Where you'll feel I, okay, the need I, to, like, okay, motivate yeah, us well, on Twitter every yeah, morning. I, I, I feel like, have, like a the level where I think it's now a success is mm. I want it to be the... The biggest agency supporting creators and small How do you support owners. creators? We are creators. How do you how how do you come in support? You us? Are By the crea- way, you, you are creators. Explain how let you me the podcast. have. <laughs> she kept talking. You did not let me finish. She kept <laughs> okay, bringing okay, in okay, different okay, things. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. So I want to I want to have a look at your social media. I want to have a look at your YouTube, um, and see what you are doing, if you are doing things right. What you see for you, for doing things right. big conversations by ordinary people is a podcast. Remember, this is just one thing, right? Okay, this is only the small a million things I do, yeah. right? But um, if we are looking at okay, just a little bit of the work I do. For example, you you yeah. have a great podcast, you have amazing mm-hmm. guests, and you're a great host yourself, but. How are you putting out this information there? It's not as easy as getting a, an interesting clip segment of your podcast and putting it out there. I think one of the things I have seen people do not think about when it comes to marketing on social media mm. is the copy. And it really, really matters. Someone will upload a very nice content very good video quality is okay the transitions and everything the sounds are really okay but the message is off or the wording is just not right the message aside keywords are very important in in how you market yourself so for a podcast there are depending on the topic you are talking about in the just like this conversation the, yeah, there's just no like, like specific topic yeah there's no specific topic but maybe uh keywords your podcast and the the name of the podcast itself and what let me should i say niche or category would you consider this podcast fall under i i would say it's like interviews mostly because I, I listen to a lot of, I've listened to marketing podcasts. I have listened to business podcasts. So when you go to the charts, they categorize them, right? So where would you categorize uh, this podcast? Culture. Exactly. So you would need to go and do 
a keyword research on uh, the specific terms that podcasts and society and culture use and see what words are relevant to people, that kind of audience. Those are the words you want to use in your copy, but they must be still... So you're a copywriter as well? Yeah. But they must be still relevant to that specific video. It just has to make sense. You see the way people do SEO? There's a lot of things within there, but it has to make sense to the reader. I mean, I know you want to attract people, but if you just put keywords there, podcast, big conversations, so when someone reads it, it won't make sense. So it has to be a message that makes sense, but then very well crafted with keywords in specific areas. So you said you wanted to do a podcast? Yeah, I wanted what to. What would your podcast I, be about? I think it would be about um, finding your passion, uh, social media, and business. Do you believe business. in passion? Yeah, I do believe in passion. I believe... Do you love what you do? Yeah, I do enjoy what I do. I believe there are higher chances for someone to be successful if they are doing work related to something they are really passionate about. If you are doing something you're not passionate about and we're giving you 100 million per month, mm. let's say, I don't think people enjoy being MPs. <laughs> they do mean, enjoy being MPs. No, they don't. There's money. Mm-hmm. People look at it from the business side. So they invest to of get... Of course. It's but I'm saying it, like it, it the is. actual enjoyment. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like Joel Senyin works out like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go, I have to go. I have to go. There's mm. some 50 million coming. Let me go and sign for it. But shit, I wish I would be doing something. I, I, I really am I'm, I'm a person. But also, who, who, this goes back to our conversation before we actually switched on the mics hmm. on how um you gave up on your YouTube channel. So how do you think you're going to pass a podcast? And let I, me tell I you. did not give up on my YouTube channel. It's on hold till I find the perfect niche for it. Because it, I realized it was hard for me to grow the YouTube channel because I was doing a lot of different content. You realize if you wake up and you're doing a video on fitness, I've had a, a time in my life where I was like, uh, so into fitness. I used to do a lot of fitness videos. And you gave up? I stopped because I was doing fitness. Then I was doing skincare. Then I was doing travel. So it was a lot. But before I studied digital marketing and learned all these things, I didn't know that it was important to have... A certain audience that listens to you. Because if I'm someone who likes to watch workout videos, if I wake up tomorrow and you have posted about how I should, you know, treat my skin, I probably won't give attention to that video, which affects your stats, your viewership. And all these things matter if you want to grow a place like a YouTube channel. So that's why I put it on hold here. I can figure out what exactly I want to do, who is my audience, and what content I want to put out there. Yeah. So when I know all that, I, I know, but I'm not yet ready like, to start producing content for YouTube right now. Uh, but the podcast, how would you then maintain the podcast? What's stopping you from doing the podcast? Material. Mics and all this. It's so expensive. You, uh... Mics, cameras, lights, all those things. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing stopping you. Yeah, that's the only thing stopping If I provided that, you would do the podcast. Yeah. I would. And then you would not give up on it because content, what, you know, like... I would have the content. Okay. You know, it's, it's, it's really amazing when you find something that gives you 
that makes you feel whole. I've, I've had so many times I, I could have given up on the work I am doing. Not so many people are doing the work I'm doing and not so many people think they need help from me, right? But I have not given up even though I could have. Because for me, I'm looking at, at the future. I know things are changing at a speed that we can't even comprehend. Right now, there's a lot of crazy things. I know a friend who owns a house in the metaverse. I don't know what that's like, but I'll tell you there's a lot of crazy things happening. So we have to move with, with, with the world. At least if you, even if you don't know all these things, be where most of the people are, which is social media. Um, most people at least now listen to a few podcasts and most people have a website, business owners, most business owners, even those who do not have, at least they, they have social media. So what's the impact of websites, by the way? Um, Is that like before? Impact? Yeah, like, um, I, think, I don't visit websites anymore. I don't know. Um, okay, our, yeah. A website, I think, is, is very important if you are the kind of, of business that's going to need people. Like, because for most, for most businesses or companies, our website is just to tell, to talk about themselves. Hi, this is who we are. This is what we have done. This is how you can like contact us. Yeah. yeah, but our website is, is, is important if you want to have like a, a section of a blog, if you need traffic. And for me, that is how I am using my website. It, yes, it's a portfolio, but it also has a blog where you help people in your, in your field. I would say like your, your website right now, if you wanted more people, more listeners, you could start a, a blog section about podcasts, maybe how to set up a podcast or how to choose guests, things like that. Just give tips to other people who want to start podcasts. So if you're helping people, you're creating an avenue for them to visit your website. And when they visit your website, of that course... That is something I have to do. Yeah, that is something you should think about it. I'm, I'm giving you an idea. If you want, you can take it up. I, I, no, I, want, I want you to help me take it up. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not going to write this. Thing. Because you see, growing a, a, a business is really hard, especially for, for us creatives. Mm. So for me, what I do is uh, give something to the people that they need. Yes, you have a website, but who cares? But if you have a blog on that website and you're giving tips on this and this, things that they want to know, if they check out the blog and they found it really helpful and probably solved maybe something small with their socials, they are probably going to check out your website and see what services you're offering. So that is how you use content marketing to bring people to your company. Technically, you're not telling them, hi, I'm here, I sell mangoes, but you're telling them, okay, mangoes is a crazy, is a crazy yeah, example. But juice yeah, yeah, but maybe, yeah, let me say if you're, you're selling juice, you could say, uh, what if you have a blog, you could say here the benefits of mangoes. Uh, what can you make? What can you blend together with mangoes to maybe to make a smoothie or something? How can you make health juice? How can you make juice for this and this occasion? Those different things that help people overcome challenges. There are so many people I know, I, and I'm one of those people myself. I could have fruits, but I don't know what to do with them. I don't know how to mix them together to make the perfect juice that I want. There, we, we drink different things at restaurants and you think it's nice and you clearly know these are bananas they're almonds but how do i do this to bring it to this kind of you know level 
teaching people to do is small things these small so steps is is like an introduction like you're taking them from a place where they are solving a small challenge but when they visit your portfolio and where your services are they actually find out you can actually help them solve bigger problems yeah so it's it's a, it, it's long doing the blogging side to get clients is long but it is beneficial in the long run because this is evergreen content it's always going to be there a child who's going to be produced uh, i don't know a few years from now will probably come looking for juices and they'll find that content so it's still going to be helpful even after 2 3 years 5 years yeah That's and video content what video content doing? is also really good but i'm also not doing it because it needs a lot of investment okay so um, yeah, but do you have I, like but a I think on do you want to own because there are two things mm-hmm. yeah owning this stuff mm-hmm. means that you're going to go into the business of this stuff that's a no i could own the stuff but to do it myself because um, then there <laughs> it, you just stick to the convenient stuff what do you mean by you you'll probably stick to just small cameras like this but now like like us yeah i don't want what? to do a big production i want to do production for for myself content for my company you can use a smartphone the iphone i can use a smartphone i have i have used it of course the batting prices are still very expensive okay so you're but saying i've used if the, before i used to use phone but you see when you're time. uploading these videos they reduce quality right no but uh, so by the time you're uploading a video it has to be like of the highest quality yeah. for it not to reduce yeah so uh, much so a phone video is still no the tricks all this editing software we use for this camera software hmm. has been modified to the phone versions so you don't of course you don't have to send through whatsapp and all that, but you go through the process hmm. convert put it to sizes there are different sizes for social media and, True. All that, and it would work mm-hmm. but i'm saying if you're saying the limitation for your own for, for me the is is yeah it's equipment but and i have the content i have the time for yourself like owning equipment this is why other people pay mm. for me to do their for podcasts. you mm-hmm. yeah because i own equipment you and know, you know. <laughs> because this is why they take that option and i want you to listen <laughs> yeah, yeah? they take that option because equipment comes with expertise you see yeah. that glass that side mm-hmm. he's putting together videos that she's been working on what no mm-hmm. no stuff there's, there's a lot of other cuts that come in and do i know stuff. So there's that. Yeah, when you get into the business of owning cameras for you, it mm-hmm. means you're going to have an editor for you. For me what I want to be able to do is because I look at I'm I'm the kind of person who loves to travel. I don't work in one place. As long as I have my laptop and my phone, I can work anywhere. So I want to be in I want to work in an environment where I know I can always move with my cameras and and do your work yourself and do my work and I'll just have i use a lot online sharing spaces do you work out? Do cloud you work out? i use the cloud a lot cloud I, storage please answer do you still work out yeah but not as much as i used to work out because i was going to tell you you see once you go into getting uh you saw the whole process of setting mm-hmm. this up i probably need two cameras even if you were using one, mm-hmm. putting a tripod and putting a connecting a oh, light. How much time does that take? One minute, ten, five. It's okay. not about the time. It's about doing it repeatedly. Yeah, the consistency of doing it. Why wouldn't you have it set up? 
Because in a room and a person. <laughs> you're going to move, you're going to set up I do not mind that. Then the editing. Once you go into no, the that, no, I, I, I'm not going to do editing. See. That is what I outsource. But I want to shoot in a space where, you know, I, I've, we've, we've all done YouTube videos before and sometimes you're going to say something like, ah, oh, no, I wanted to say this instead. So all those places, I want to be able to create when I am, I am free, when I'm in a space where I'm not going to feel like, oh, I made a mistake and they were listening. <laughs> yeah, I want to be free. And shooting in my own space, in my own comfort zone, um, gives me that kind of liberty. I wish you luck. Thank you. Because <laughs> what you want is really complicated to do. It's not complicated, trust me. Uh, it's better to outsource everything when you I go can't as a outsource creator. everything because you're not going to move with me well, to wherever I'm going. If we're into the business of that means I would have to pay for your transport, for your accommodation, and all that, which is ten times more expensive than buying my own camera. It depends on the on how you want to shoot your content. Again, great content comes with great minds. Mm-hmm. Uh, great content is not very complicated, trust me. But you have to move. It will get boring. You have to keep changing. Look at Raymond Kahuma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to be that dynamic. I know. To for it to really actually make sense, because he has gotten the numbers. Mm-hmm. He has he has had the money, mm-hmm. so it has not been limiting. He has the equipment. Mm-hmm. He has a team. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it's, it's still reinventing. Yeah, he's bringing all these ideas. But you see, for for ideas. Kahuma's team, yeah. most of his team are his friends, right? You see my team? For you, I don't know you like that. Okay, let, me, let me give you now. For you, you would team. say, I want money to move with you. But those guys, they're like his friends. They'll let, go with no, him they whether they're going to... Yeah, I know he still let me pays them. Let me tell but you about they won't team. be like... They won't have that resistance let like me, you would have if I didn't have the money right away. Let me just give you a picture <laughs> of my team. Let me just break it down. Mm-hmm. Um, topmost is Kenneth. His business partner, brother. Mm-hmm. Second is Catherine. Business partner, sister. Third is um, Douglas. The family business. Uh, third is Douglas. Mm-hmm. Um, childhood friend, schoolmate, very good friend, business partners. I hung, I've hung with him since I've been. That's uh, awesome. Do be doing business with people. Moses. You know. um, I've literally raised him. I'm like a big brother to him. Uh, I've seen him grow from like home. We have grown up in the same home environment. Everyone, uh, Benjamin, same home environment, same age. We've, previously been employed together hmm. um, to other funds to all that stuff so it is still relationships around friends because that's the only way that's, that's by the way what I measure success that's how you build yourself I know that's what I measure success okay. that the people that what I'm onto is benefiting the people around me yeah and that's fulfilling to me but it still costs money oh it still costs like there is why they're attached to what they're doing yeah is what they get from everyone. It's a win-win situation for everyone that is working here. Same thing I was telling you with Kahuma. Like, even us. Like, even when you're outsourcing, there are very many deals you you could get. You could be like an artist like Azawi. Mm-hmm. Songs of any provides everything. You win, they win. <laughs> yeah. You come on as someone who wants to create your content. The ideas are good enough that... Because you also have to think about the risk. There is whatever you're going to create not making you money that will change your life or change the people around you. There's a big possibility of that. But you will create me what will change my life. 
<laughs> I wouldn't because I do not know the direction you want to take. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I'm also just experimenting with a lot of creators. We're doing bad guys. Be all Piper. I don't know if it's okay for me to mention the names of these guys, but I know those guys. It's okay. I just don't know if that comes. Yeah, yeah, but it's still, we're, we're still doing it's okay. um, with heavy creators to Tina Fears, to who, to Cynthia, hmm. to the Myth, to to top of younger, top of the quality guys that are really doing. But the business of content creating mm-hmm. is still so complicated that yeah. it might not reduce producer results. Because even look at the and actually, platforms. what I want to do with my yeah. business is merge content creation with business to get from the point where we are creating all this content and shooting and clipping and making all these sizes for the different platforms to how we can monetize it because that's where the money is if you're not earning why are we spending thousands of hours shooting right yeah uh yeah that's the thing how are you going to earn like how do you so it goes back to every person that you are hosting all those people you're working with it goes back to where they see their productions or podcasts or whatever you're doing with them where they see it and how far are they willing to go for it and who is on their team who is helping them like take different directions you know where did you uh after graduation is when you went to study digital marketing and no i i actually got certified way before i graduated you okay yeah so it's really a big passion yeah it is. Do you ever want to branch into tech to like write your own code? Um, I would want to, but I don't think I have the time. Where is your time? What do you do with your time? Because you see, the problem is when you want to be know everything, then you won't have the time to become really good at one thing. Yes, I I use a lot of tech you tools in my work, but I don't want to learn code. Because if I learn code, then I will think I can probably do this website on my own. But then that means I would have to sacrifice time. I would use to do something else that would propel my business to the next level. So at some point, it's good to delegate. So I can't be the superhero and the villain and the everything at the same time. I can't be the one rescuing myself and then saving myself and then i'm the one in danger at the same time so let so some people do some other things will, um, what's that saying what's that jack of all trades jack of all trades master to none uh but that analogy does not make sense because you see for you to be a really and i'm a really good salesman mm-hmm. it's one thing i really really do good besides all the stuff mm-hmm. yeah it's like a natural born thing. I think it just good comes... for you. Very many people struggle with sales. Yeah. So, but I'm a really good salesman. I could resell myself in different environments to different people in different perspectives. And I also want to. Like, I believe in the power of closing. Like I always finish something. I do it. I get to it. I finish it. But and I was connecting it to what was I telling you before I told you as a salesman. Master of everything. Yeah, the the jack of all trades. Mm-hmm. You really need to have an understanding of how things really work. I didn't want to edit. My friends could edit. Daddy taught me how to edit. But then I have to understand the complications of what it takes to edit a video. 
for me to understand what type of video I want to produce to the world. You understand that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the process you can pick up and become really good at editing. I I know the whole process of setting up a podcast. Yeah. I do not need anyone to do this podcast. Like I can <laughs> I can just plug the mics then from here take the camera do the podcast and put it on YouTube. Some conversations on YouTube I have done all that myself. Most of my conversations by the way. Okay. Usually they happen in times where the team is out mm-hmm. or in the night because I I have a full-time job during the day so sometimes I don't schedule them and during the day and schedule them in the evening when everyone else is gone. So I do them myself. But it means that I have to invest to divide my time in a way that I have to learn bits of these things. Some by the way it's like a continuous process. It's like photography, it's like videography. You have to learn the camera, you have to learn all that stuff, you have to start getting a passion to move out to take good pictures. Then you get but the people who like specialize and do and I get that. I actually know how to edit in Premiere Pro. I've seen you take pictures. I've also seen you date a photographer, so you definitely must date a photographer. Yeah, I've no you? way. I've never dated a photographer. You don't have a relationship with that guy. What's his name? I know everyone thought I was dating <laughs> Eddie, but I wasn't. Okay, good, good. I, I don't we're know we're good friends. Okay, okay. I I don't even get it. But why you know how to. How to? I've seen you with a camera. Mm-hmm. You know how to take pictures. I've also. S- Do you take pictures? With my phone. Okay, I, you don't know how to operate any other gadgets behind. But no. All right. You just want to learn when mm-hmm. you start your own content. Yep. So you have to invest more time like you invested into the digital creation to now learn this. That will probably take me a week to learn that. Or less. Because if it's something I'm going to be doing every day, it's, it's easy to learn something when you're continuously doing it. I've done How this much for... time do you think it took me to learn how Forever. how to edit videos? Do you think you're a good editor of videos? Good enough to produce the kind of work I wanted. <laughs> uh, your Instagram videos were edited by your YouTube videos. Which Instagram videos? So wait, YouTube. Yeah. Were always all of them were edited by you. Like ninety nine percent of them. I mean, at that level, it was good enough for me. But right now. I know that that's not the kind of work I need. I need something that's really good. And if I were to shoot my own videos, I now need a really good editor. So maybe you could help me with that bit of the work. No, no, we'll talk about your podcast. Definitely. We'll uh, talk about how to produce it. We, we have, we experimental, if you looked at our website, we're experimental content creators. You bring to us an idea and then we want to give it to life. Of course, there are times and we want to... But we're producing really good content and we want people to tell their own stories. Our tagline is only human stories. stories. Only you can tell your stories. And we want to see your stories out there. So we'll definitely help. If they make sense, uh, not to us, but if they make sense to you and you feel like they, there'll be something, there can always be an arrangement. It's just that the consistency also of creating content that, like you say, that is not bringing money. Um, the content that is not bringing money you give up if you're not the kind of person who really wants what you're doing how, how would you monetize your podcast how would I monetize yeah. my podcast how would you think you're going to monetize your podcast when you start of course before you monetize you need some amount of listenership right you need a specific audience before you can 
take a proposal to a relevant brand and tell them I have this kind of podcast, I have these kinds, this many listeners and here's what we can do. I think for me, just mentioning someone on a podcast would count as a way to monetize. Then the other way would be selling these podcasts. There are people who buy podcasts for their platforms. There are platforms that host podcasts. Let me say, the way you see Netflix, the way they have... You see different movies that we've watched from years ago get hosted on these platforms. Yeah, so there are similar platforms like that that host podcasts. How much money do you think you can get from streams that is good enough to sustain your podcast right now from Uganda? I have no idea because I'm not in the business right now. But I know I would know how to put it out there. And monetize. You have enough brands that you think I, I, my, my, some of my YouTube content was monetized through third party even before I got the idea. I, I actually didn't get the YouTube monetization, mm-hmm. but I used to get paid by other people who wanted maybe for me to mention them or say something about them. Yeah. I mean, if you think big, there are always, there's always a way. As long as your content is relevant enough for that brand mm. and you can make a good pitch, they will listen. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What legacy are you trying to leave behind? Um, do you, who are you? Do you understand yourself? The person you are? Like your purpose? Have you figured out? Do you understand what you believe in? Do you understand your God? Do you understand the concept of God? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I do. Why? I um. First of all, I know God. I believe in God and I love God. And I think that is a foundation for so many things I do in my life. And the way I relate with, with people. But going back to that, um, I'm a very emotional person. So most times when I am hurt, I tend to to draw back from certain things or certain people. I might not entirely cut ties, but I try to limit because if I have been hurt before, then I don't want to go back to that situation with the same person. So if I know someone is probably not... um, we are not aligning very well in how we are relating, we're not agreeing on things, then we'll probably have to loosen up a bit and just, you know, have some space. Remain in contact. Were you hurt by Laban? Yeah. No, we're not talking about that right now. That is a good answer. Yeah. Okay, you talked about you being an emotional person. Mm -hmm. What are you doing about that? Do you think it's a good thing to be an emotional person? Do you know how to have control on your emotions? Yeah, I do. How how do you like take control and realize how do you yeah, like it's kind of hard for me but (laughs) most times how I deal with my emotions, I cry it out till I feel like okay, everything is out. Now I can think with a straight mind. Because most times I try so hard not to cry about some people. Like, it's not worth it. Like, why should I? But when I laid it all out, or I write, because 
as long as I feel things falling out of me, I'm putting it either on a paper or I'm crying it out and asking myself questions and saying, why did they do this or why should they have done that? But And then at the end of the, the that whole time encounter, I give myself reasons why they could have done what they did. And I find it within myself to let it go and just say maybe if there, there is an explanation to be given, they'll probably give it. And if they don't, then that's it. I'll forgive them and just let it go. What's your purpose in life? I think my purpose for me is to change people's lives, to have an impact in the people that I, I meet, the people that I, I work with. I want to, when I leave, people to feel that I have been somewhere and I've done something there that they will remember. Have you experienced love? <laughs> yeah. How would you... Love could come in very many things, could be from your parents. Mm-hmm. How do you define that? Uh, do you think love is unconditional? Only God's love is unconditional, I would say. And it's because imaginary, yeah? You can't explain God's love. It could be unreal. Me? I felt it. How? Please tell us, Pastor. <laughs> Have from from the so many experiences that I have had and so many situations I never thought I could survive or things that you have probably done and you feel like I am the worst person, but you find it within yourself to forgive yourself, to love again, to forgive, to to talk with people who you wouldn't talk to. I mean, it takes a certain level of... I wouldn't say emotional intelligence because there are many people who have better emotional intelligence than me, but probably would never talk to people who have, you know, hurt them before. But I think the fact that I know a God who is greater than anything, I am able to let go of so many things and just chill. Yeah. But if someone has hurt me before, I'll probably still talk to them and, you know, chill with them, but I wouldn't give them the same level what's of access sim- they had to me. What do, you define, what do you define by heart? Is it betrayal? Yes, it is betrayal and probably doing something I wouldn't do. Yeah. But, but you know you can only be betrayed by the people that love you because then that's when it can only make sense that it's betrayal. Sometimes you actually think people love you, but they don't. Do you know that's possible too? No, but you also know love fits. Then you also love is complicated. It's full with emotions. <laughs> and yeah, it's really emotions complicated. Are... How can I say? Well, I think one thing I have come to understand is if it is really like uh, a decision that is life-changing or that is going to affect uh, like a huge part of the things that you do for example maybe your relationship with your parents or your siblings or your work if there are those kinds of very serious situations then you probably don't have to make a decision at a time where you are very emotional or you are in a bad place because you could make a terrible decision so just don't decide then yeah because so many people act on their emotions. Even the way we 
buy things is very connected to emotions. How would yeah. you say that? Yeah, like... How Sorry? so? How do you mean? How so? Um, I don't know which example an ad to give you, but you've probably seen an ad of something you never thought you would buy, but because of the way it's presented, and the people probably acting out a certain skit and the message, it starts to look appealing to you. Why? Not because you actually thought it was a nice product or it was something you could use, but because of the way it has been brought like to Apple. you, the emotion they've attached to it, the way they have shown this product change someone's life. You start to feel that endearment like maybe like there's a bigger purpose that this this product or this company has behind all this you start to change the way you feel about something and sooner or later if you start feeling like that you find yourself asking yourself more questions about this product until you're like like the curiosity will kill you until you give it a try what do you think about ai in terms of marketing in terms of marketing i think it's really powerful I have written with AI before. It's really good, but it doesn't compare to human writing. Because you will read some sentences and they are so off. Like, it's so blank, it's so plain. <laughs> but look at it in this perspective where um, triggers ads quickly, like, uh, it, it easily converts the life around you. And then sells it to the highest bidder to be able to sell you something. One thing we Might. have no control over is technology. Unless you are That's like a tech guru, you're not going to control the ads you see in your in your on your phone. You Nay show? And I'm using an Android phone. So I you don't see any ads on Twitter. Yeah. You are lying. I blocked them out. I have Twitter blue, I have <laughs> my Twitter. Yeah, but there are yeah, you might have blocked them on your phone. I've but you, them on but, 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 but you won't close your eyes if you see it on that street somewhere. The ad? That's no, the, but like, I won't pay attention to it. Like, that's the thing with me. Like, I already know it's advertising. Mm. I don't believe in it. I believe, like, yo, you're just banking real estate in my mind about some shit you want me to sell. Mm. It's like YouTube videos and ads and people selling courses. Mm. I always think about it. Like, But right now, you, you mentioned something about the blogs that I've considered. Mm. But you'll have to come on board to help me do it. Like, of course, mm. I've... No, there's a whole process. It's, it's, you can tell people how to set up a podcast. Da, 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 da. Yeah, exactly. You would know much. how to do, write blogs on your own. But the mind with which you're writing them and the purpose with which you are writing them is, is the most important thing. Because I know you probably know so many good writers. I have worked with so many writers myself. I've also written before, but I, I wrote yeah. about a heartbreak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why why does it always start with outbreak? Um yeah, it's the only thing I could write about. Yeah, but but but, but let me tell you that most people find some things when they are at their lowest. If I had I not experienced like heartbreak, I probably wouldn't have worked on my writing skills. How about the heartbreak? It wasn't actually bad. It was heartbreak. Yeah. I was just disappointed by by someone I, I really trusted. But because of that, I wanted to put it down and I wanted to share it. And that's how it all started. Where have you shared this? Can I read? Why do you want to read it? Yeah, yes. you, you can read share it. Publicly. It's still available on Wattpad. What else have you written about? 
uh, right now mostly I write about marketing and online business. There's a podcast I listen to. It's called uh, Marketing Over Coffee. Mm-hmm. They do 30 minutes clips of of stuff. They talk about stuff, marketing mm-hmm. trends, and and all that. Yeah, I just like it. I'm just telling you about it. What podcast do you listen to? Uh, I listen to 30 Minutes of Growth and... Ugandan podcasts? I don't know. Oh, you don't listen to Ugandan podcasts. 30 Minutes of Growth. You like growth stuff. Eh? And you online You your marketing. mind a lot. The lot of chunk stuff. Not, not, it's not a lot of chunk. I have it, a lot of books, but it's, I believe it's, it's so Yeah, much. I also it's, have books. My, I have four now. I'm growing my collection slowly. Yeah, but I, 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 love, I love to read. No paperback i love to read things that build me on a spiritual and personal level something that's going to take me somewhere something that's going to help me with with my mindset with my attitudes habits things like that and in my work of course yeah, that's the that's, that's what i want to i want to i want to listen to or i want to watch because i want to grow as as a person i want to grow on a personal level you have like 20 minutes. No, I have a lot of time. I don't have a lot of time. Well, I, I need to go get ready for an event. What event? In the evening. What? You have a lot it's of time. Where do you stay? Chihuahua? No. Mm. I came from Italy. But I have an event at the French residence tonight. You're influencing? Yeah. So you are going to wear a dress? <laughs> Why? What would make you think I'm going to wear a dress? It's an event. You've talked about it like it's glamour. Are you going to wear a dress? It's not glamour, but it's... I mean, most of these are diplomats. So, yeah, I'm going to wear a dress. It's, it's supposed to be What's the experience like casual. being around diplomats? Do you um, feel like one of them is going to tip you and give you, like, your... First, uh, first of all, I do not expect them to tip me. <laughs> but I, I like to talk to them. Well, most times I don't approach for, them. For but I'm introduced. Stuff. But I introdu- I'm introduced by people I already know around. Yeah. Yeah, of course, for just to share ideas and see what people think about different things and probably pitch myself if there's anyone who's interested in the kind of work I do. Yeah, that's the main reason I attend these events because I need to look for people who can support me in my work. Okay, what legacy? I believe in, in, in working with different people. I am delighted that, I don't know, but I want to work with you on most of the podcast. I would like to work with you too. Uh, you should follow up on that. But also, I would want you to come onto the blog posting. Mm-hmm. I want to like, get that started. Mm-hmm. Then also, I'm gambling a lot with the marketing. Mm. And that's like my whole entire department. Mm. And the guys are really kicking ass with their departments, the editors, um, the investors, the who's. The, yeah. It's just the marketing that is still... Have you but we were putting in plans. We're really pushing. You're doing well. It's not great, but you're doing a good job. You're trying. It's not like even I mean, co- I mean, if I am to compare with some of the podcasts I've seen, of course, with podcasts, no one is beating me at very that. Well. With yeah. podcasts, hmm. no, that one I know, but it's it's such a small finger in the, in the feet. Okay, um, do you want to ask me anything before we like go? Um, who are you? Oh my, I'm a very good salesman. <laughs> I want to know who you are as Karen, not what you can. In, in what terms? 
as as in in regards to to life and and values and values i never have one night stands i've never had one with anyone that says about who i bring closer into my actual actual and yes i like to talk about things like that because people like to ignore the concept of sex and what it means around them and you seem to like sex a lot <laughs> uh, no but yes i like, like any it's other, like it's the closest thing it's like the closest thing to your speech Why? when they start speaking like hey i had a nice time oh i had a I have a baby mama <laughs> what <laughs> what no, that's crazy but yeah i have weird that i brought it in that perspective <laughs> yes you've mentioned it more Contrary than three times any any other guys i don't do that mm-hmm. because i don't i respect my space i believe i am the prize oh yes i like that so it's just that can speak so much about me but does. um it does as long as, you, as long as you do not do it to an extent that makes you <laughs> look toxic no i don't know what to, i have another podcast it's called guy go with omara it's mm-hmm. talking about toxic stuff i will publish it soon people i don't know how they will see it <sighs> i don't think it's i toxic. i know you it's can be, i know you can be very toxic i've seen you be very toxic online how What's your definition of toxic? Okay, no, I, it's just I, I, I wouldn't it's I would, your friend. No, 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 no because it's, it's not my friend. What they did to me. But I think yeah. what I think yeah. is you are very opinionated, which is very okay and you're not afraid to speak your mind. That's why I have a But the problem is mm-hmm. you do not think about what whatever you're saying will affect someone else. And you just said you are empathetic. Yeah, it's like one of my biggest issues. <laughs> Like then why don't you like, care I, I do but it's the internet is different i also don't i treat it come as on as. why is it different to if me, you me, if look, you are no, you karen the empathetic person why are you not empathetic I'm, I'm, I'm online not, it's look because i'm not like um okay now that things have gotten tight and i have like a whole team so how to represent them matters but i'm not like looking out to be some type of way to humans that are not around me Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see Dougie, Moses and who else? To me those are very key people in my life. Because you see I spend a big chunk of time. I'm not saying that strangers I should mistreat them. No. Mm-hmm. Um I don't care. I about like my that you use mistreat because you don't mistreat. <laughs> no. <laughs> them. <laughs> no, not really. Not really. But it's about um I don't really want to give control to people who are not directly around me. But if I know someone and mm-hmm. in this specific person the person you really think i thought i knew them so it was some bit of betrayal but then i could also <laughs> show them that you know what i have so much power around my online presence that you can't even reach that i can still stay standing what you think you can break is bigger than you to me that is and i i'd like to prove points when i want to when there's like need to prove a point yeah you do even like, you do like, like have, to prove a point but have you ever thought getting of, out of, of that. have you ever thought of just Yeah, that's what like, I'm on about say now. Say whatever you want to say. I'm not going to comment that's anything. That's what I'm on about now, but it's also stages, yeah. I feel like now that's Sexy, where I like to put you. Yeah, I know my parents have grown up telling us uh city city just uh, blah 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 blah. If you keep quiet, you don't regret what you said. Uh-huh. I also don't believe into the concept of hiding my emotions. Like I went back to this person by the and I apologized uh like months later, but they blocked me after they didn't want to deal with my shit, which is okay. It's understandable how people think they are trauma. Is, is entirely up to them but me going back to them is to show them that yo um if it's about feeling and stuff yeah 
I, I really have a different direction and I have my own motives with life. But you're open to change, right? Yeah, anytime. Like, I, I change my mind about stuff all the time. Not like how, changing you, how you react online to different things. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And it has greatly I changed. I mean, it's good to embrace change, you know? It's, it's important. Uh, it's also a good thing. Like, it's also stages. You grow out of some stuff. You, you focus more on other stuff. Right now, there's a lot of stuff that takes a lot of my time. And I believe in selling my mind now. I, I stopped selling time. So do you believe people need to see the you who is empathetic? Mm. Because people's I, I perceptions of I you okay, online so. go back to the real person you are. The perceptions of me? So yes. Are, it really matters a lot. No, they don't. It really let matters. You, let, me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you, by the way, I've impacted a lot of people online that a lot of what their space of influencing has strategically been the people that think that that matter mm. yeah like i have built such like i'm such a good and i'm not saying this because i have to say it but it's it's important that i say it that i am that person who wishes everyone around them wins this is how i am built from if you have a talk with my dad He'll give you that that's how i've been raised as a child i've always just wanted to share with everyone else i it's it's just naturally on me. Like I want to see any other people win. I have been doing this content creation. I create a lot of content for people. It's, some of it is free. Some of it we're experimenting. It's mm. an industry because to me it's that I am willing to avail my energy for any good cause. So once I sleep in like a tweet or something, and then you focus on that, I look at that as shallow. And also, it doesn't really change. <laughs> I am not looking at changing in the next minute. Because mm-hmm. some of what you might consider that he's a toxic guy is actually informed from my experience. I've had, that, I've had women that have had my past mm-hmm. really bad. Yeah, there's lots of investment there. There's money and it's evils around where you've injected it and shit has gone so bad. So there's a lot, like I told you, a lot of how I make my decisions is informed from my pasts, yeah? How I treated someone, how they reacted. So I keep changing. The whole goal of when you asked who I am is I do not know who I am, but I know I want to be a better human being every other time. And that's what I practice. But it's not on anyone's weighing scale, yeah? I don't care what you joy. Yeah, I, I guess that's that's yeah. why it goes wrong because everyone out there has a weighing scale for you. Yeah, but then that's them, man. By the way, it should not matter. If, if, if you, within you, you, to my life, you are working you. on being better, then that's what counts. Matters. Exactly. It, 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 it would be a different case if you were whatever people think you are and you didn't care and you were not looking at being a better version of yourself. Yes, that's it. Okay, I think that's the conversation. Thank you <laughs> <laughs> for coming. And I really like this. Yeah, I did. You too. should uh, come on probably when you come on next. We'll have like specific topics to talk about marketing and da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah. But I like to have guests come back on, not just come one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, people should know that people are my friends. Really, they come back on, and it's just podcasts. You can do as many conversations as you can. I mean, it's just talking okay, and, and chatting. So. <laughs>